This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to the Journey Home Radio Show, a program dedicated to inner awareness and holistic mental and emotional health. My name is Jason Swaffield and I am the Time Consultant, a holistic counsellor, meditation instructor and inner awareness practitioner in Dunedin. The journey home is the inner and outer journey we are all upon every day of our lives. In an uncertain world we need to find ways to achieve balance and harmony so we can find peace, health and well-being. That's what I call home. Because home is not a place, it's a gateway of awareness for a better life and a new future. I'm going to show you how you can completely change your life by changing your relationship with yourself. You see, it all starts with your mind. We are all more than who we believe ourselves to be. And I am here to help you find what that means. As we open the gateway to balance, harmony and awareness, I will also be introducing many topics and experiences that expand the mind into the unseen and esoteric nature of the world around us. And at the end of each show, I will take you on a guided meditation where you can sit back, relax, close your eyes and come with me on an inner journey to help you become the real you. So welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to this week's program. You are listening to the Journey Home Radio Show. I'm Jason Swaffield and I'm the Time Consultant. This week I want to talk about how to handle feelings. It sounds pretty straightforward but so many people feel overwhelmed with feelings. How do you manage feelings with how you feel every day when feelings sometimes feel too much? So we're going to take a good, easy look at where to start. So we'll look at the ins and the outs of how we can mentally and emotionally give ourselves tools and an understanding, even compassion, and most importantly, awareness about our emotions. As you know, I always say awareness is everything, because it is. Later in the show, I'm going to talk about intuition. Why intuition? Well, we're all intuitive. No matter how much some of us might try to ignore it or downplay it, intuition is a sensory tool we are all born with, and intuition can lead to the most interesting feelings of all. So we'll get to that a little later. At the end of the show, I've got a very special event for you, a short meditation called Balance and Harmony. It was recorded by my late and very beautiful wife, Diane, It's truly special, and I know you're going to love it. Before the meditation, we're actually going to do an exercise. On radio? Yep, you bet. That's what we're going to do. I think you'll find it interesting. This is all about gaining tools, and you can't use tools without perspective. So it's a simple tool you can use to tell yourself how close you are to how you want to live your life. A bit of a gauge. You'll need a pen and a couple of pieces of paper or a notebook or even use two separate pages or even a tablet. I'll give you time later on to go and fetch these, so don't worry for the moment. I'll give you plenty of notice. So we're going to have 
one short meditation and one exercise this evening. Or if you're podcasting whenever or wherever you might be listening to this on oar.org.nz or thetimeconsultant.nz, that's great because podcasts are great for listening to meditation and exercises again. Before the exercises, I'm going to play a bit of a break in the show so you can get a pen and notepad and paper or tablet or whatever you want to use. But this is what growth, balance and harmony is all about getting active with your feelings. It's an exciting journey when we get stuck into how we feel and why we feel that way, and that's where the growth is. As I said, awareness is everything. So this session, this show, is about how we can view and therefore how we can handle our feelings. If we think, and we, I think we'll all agree, that feelings are the best and the worst of things sometimes. Feelings can come from everywhere they can take us everywhere. They make the difference between what we love and what we don't. And if you reflect on that just for a moment, think of the things that you love. And there's always so many feelings. Love itself is the most powerful feeling of all. But the things that we love are that way because of how we feel. And we all have so many feelings about so many different things. And those things drive us to do things that are great to help others, to do things for ourselves that we really need to do to make our life a better place. But then there's things that we don't like, things that we don't want to feel, the pain, the struggle, the stress, the confusion. So feelings are at the base of everything we do, how we feel, what we we do in our life, how we act, it's all connected and it all comes down to feelings. So let's look at what they are. Let's make a distinction. I'm not talking about physical sensations, like feeling too hot or cold, or or physical pain, or a sense of relaxation. They're all connected, but that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about emotions. Because feelings are at the very center of what it means to be alive, to be aware, to grow, to live life, not just exist within it. There's a big difference to look up and look around and and feel where we are in our life, how we feel about it, how we feel about ourselves. Feelings are your friend no matter what, even if they have to tell you an unpleasant truth. Feelings are always your friend. They will always lead you to a better place when seen clearly and with honesty and an openness to change. Traditionally, some of us live lives that we perhaps have had parents or a social circle or experiences where feelings were not perhaps given the importance they deserve. Or perhaps it was too hard or too overwhelming. Life's tough, let's face it, it is. But emotional intelligence and emotions themselves are not new. The awareness of how important they are to a better life for you and your family or loved ones is crucial. Sometimes to get to the light, we have to move through the tunnel. So let me expand on that just for a second before I continue. That statement is really crucial to understanding anyone's journey into, through and out of an emotional feeling or a state. In the counselling I do, a lot of people find themselves in a situation where a feeling, just one simple feeling or a mixture of feelings, 
leads to something that has to be what I call unpacked. So it's like a box full of things, memories, feelings, experiences, and we have to open it up and unpack it. And we can do that ourselves for, on the simplest things. And sometimes if it's more complex, we need more help, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but counselling is about unpacking memories and feelings, decompressing, as I often call it, taking the pressure out, understanding what it is. Now, sometimes when that's happening, it gets a little bit unnerving because you feel like you're in this middle of a tunnel, it's dark, it's uncertain, but you will always see the light with honesty and with a helping hand often. But the tunnel always has an exit, and no matter how you feel, we don't want to go running for the doors in the middle of something. We want to see it through because I guarantee you the end of the journey is worth the movement you've had towards it, even if it's been uncomfortable. And I covered that a little bit last week in the show about the circles of resolution where all memory issues can be resolved because it's the simple truth. If we look at our feelings and the associated memories, we can change everything. And that's pretty exciting. That's why I always often say feelings are the cornerstone of moving forward. But they're also what holds us back. And all feelings come from our memories. So moving forward, how do we know? How do we measure? How do we feel? Because how we feel creates freedom or holds us back. We act on how we feel. No awareness of our feelings means no new responses, no change, no progression, no moving forward. And none of us want that. Not really. And at the base of it all, at the base of all feelings, is memory. So it's an interesting point. So we'll pause on that for a second. Let me give you an example. Something happens in your life and you feel a certain way about it. You might have an extreme response. You might feel blasé. You might feel compassionate. You might feel angry. You might feel happy. You might feel neutral. So what makes the difference? Memories and feelings based upon those memories. Our sense of right and wrong comes from our most natural instincts for survival and love for the good of all. The collective empathy of a culture or a group to care for its own, to always want the best for everyone. But any journey away from that centre point is always because of events that happen to us and our associated reactions and responses to memory which create feelings. That's when fear or rejection, confusion or confrontation takes us away from the security that we were experiencing. Tragedies and wars, chaos and unrest, all is a journey through the power and powerlessness of humanity through the centuries. And it repeats through our individual lives. Every person, without exception, who craves power over another does so out of fear, which is a feeling based on memory. Every person who wants to make things right for the good of all does so because they do so out of love which is a feeling based on memory and an inner connection to what it means to be human, to be alive, to grow together. One feeling is based on rejection of love and one feeling is based on love itself. 
So even the most fundamental drivers of our lives come from feelings based on memory. It's the trunk of the tree, splitting into branches and smaller branches and even smaller branches. And we're the leaves. But we are also the tree. All feelings are still connected. Everything is connected. There's a misperception that this is too simplistic, but that is wrong. Everything is simple. Everything is so simple. This has been called the simplicity within the complexity. And we have used it many, many times to help people out through uncertainty, unsureness, remorse, fear. So don't let anyone tell you that anything is too complex to solve. Because after you unpack it and understand it and decompress the emotion, everything comes from a simple source. Everything and every feeling comes from the same place, just like every branch comes from the trunk and the trunk comes from the root of the tree. And when you understand that, that feeling, you can turn around and you can change everything. You are listening to the Journey Home Radio Show with Jason Swaffield, the Time Consultant, here at ORFM every Thursday night at 7. You can also find me at Taste Nature Integrative Health in Dunedin and online at thetimeconsultant.nz. Each week I speak about inner awareness, holistic mental and emotional health, the esoteric nature of life and beyond. So walk with me through the gateway of self-discovery of the power of your own mind and into a new future. So we're back and I've just spoken about feelings as being the simplicity within the complexity of the bigger picture of life itself and the personal picture of you about your feelings. That's why it's so important to talk about feelings, to resolve memory, create a new future today, not tomorrow. That's why I consult with people in my discussion room to resolve memory and feelings, to find a new you. So now we're looking at identifying feelings and how to handle feelings in our everyday life and in our inward journey of awareness. I said last show, um, last week, the five circles of resolution of any issue. That was about resolving memory through identification, exploration, experience, awareness and resolution. So understanding our feelings on this show is about finding a tool within that experience. Remember, it's all very simple. Let's not get caught up in the complexity of of words and, and, and ideas that take away from the feeling. It's all about the feeling. Everything we do involves thought, though. Our personal thoughts. Thoughts are our mental connection to our feelings. So often people want to say, with their thoughts that they don't know what they are they're so confusing but if you look at the busyness of what's going on in your mind it becomes difficult to see clearly and people push feelings away now notice I did not say they don't feel because they do people who push feelings away or say they don't feel are just a little bit afraid of what it is that they actually do feel and that's why people can find it so hard to slow down 
or even to meditate. That's the thing that comes up a lot with meditation, um, equal to the second show that I did about meditation. Because they've got too many thoughts based on too many feelings, and it becomes like a bit of a pressure cooker. And that's an analogy which is quite important, and, and you might hear me using a few times over the weeks and months of the show. Because we live our life, and if we don't understand our feelings, they build up. And it becomes a bit of a pressure cooker. And we start walking through life with a sense of feeling under the weight of things, or so much influence, so much pressure from outside. It's like we're walking through life and we've got to hold ourselves so carefully because we're so full of so much pressure. And that pressure builds up when we're not able to decompress by understanding our feelings and talking them through. That's why journaling is a great thing because you get your feelings out to yourself and often even better than journaling is talking to someone. Because it all defines your self-identity, how you define yourself. It defines your self-perception. That's what your feelings do. They create your sense of self-perception, how you see and view yourself. Your feelings determine your views of others because you always look through the lens of how you view yourself. You see the world through the lens of how you view yourself. And that's where things like cynicism and negative views come from. They come from a filter of compressed, tense memory and feelings and emotions. That's why two people see two things differently. Because they are looking through a different lens of their own memories and feelings. Our feelings affect our view of the future. Do we see it positively, negatively? Do we see it fearfully? Or do we see it more than that? It affects our views of how we see our past, whether we see it with fondness or fear, happiness or regret. So as you can see, our feelings directly affect our ability to control our future happiness. Now I'm going to repeat that because it's very important. Our feelings directly affect our ability to control our future in terms of our happiness. So what feelings do we experience? Well, let's have a look. These days, we've been all been through a lot. There's a level of anxiety in the feelings that people have at the moment. And that's a lack of control. Being afraid. Because we're not in control of what's perhaps going to affect us next. Another feeling is stress. Stress is a pressure that is unnatural on the human body. We're designed to cope with it, but it doesn't make it natural. Conflict. Now, conflict is an abstract term, but outer conflict is always the expression of inner conflict. I'm not talking about things that happen to you. I'm talking about how you express yourself in your life. If you are always involved in creating outer conflict, it's because of an expression of inner conflict. And let's talk about that for a second. Unexpected feelings about people, places, events, circumstances. Feeling overwhelmed feeling of not coping with feelings, a feeling of helplessness. This is the pressure cooker I talked about. All these things pent up underneath because we haven't given ourselves the chance on a regular basis just to slow down and talk to ourselves. And that's where the greatest exploration of feelings is, when we talk to ourselves. And that was the very first show that I did, self-talk. It's so important. And it's amazing the results you can get. 
getting to know you is the most amazing journey of all. You're amazing, you may not even know it. Happiness is a powerful feeling because it's the resolution of feelings. It's the state of centeredness and, and perhaps peace. It all comes down to love and awareness of ourselves and we share that with others and we become happy. Our feelings always tell a story. Harmony is a state of feeling that means all is well with ourselves and we can take on anything, we can do anything. We're at peace and we're super capable of making change. Have you noticed you can't make change when you're in stress or strain? You can't. Or if you do make change, often it's the wrong one. And a strong feeling we all yearn for is acceptance. When we are aware and have resolved so much within us. So another part of this is what happens to people every day. Because as we go through our life every day, we think and we, of course, reflect and we have memories. And memories can replay themselves over and over again or they can trigger other memories. And that's where all the feelings can really churn amongst all these thoughts because of unresolved feelings. You know what it's like. You can't stop thinking of something or you find yourself triggered by something and suddenly you're feeling so stressed and you, and you can't always find out why. That's because memory comes back to us in repeating patterns. Unresolved feelings and magnetic memory. Now that's a term you're going to hear me use again, magnetic memory, because all memory is magnetic. I want to explain a deeper part of this because memory doesn't just exide, reside within our consciousness, it resides within our subconscious and it resides within the deeper levels of our subconscious. And so we're always reacting to memory. Sometimes it's like an iceberg, all this memory underneath and we're the little bit on top but the iceberg's moving and we're getting carried along. So we have to get to know what's underneath the water level of our consciousness to understand what makes up our iceberg. Because those repeating patterns will keep going and they attract other patterns of the same way because memory that we hold is always trying to resolve what it is. It's always trying to be heard and that's why the chatter goes on in the mind. It's the constant noise of, of memories and feelings trying to tell you what they're going through, what they're feeling. That sounds a little unusual, but that's the experience that we have every day. Repeating patterns of memory, repeating feelings, our response to people, our response to relationships. There's no such thing as no feelings. A lot of people maybe express themselves as not having feelings, not having many feelings, but that always comes from a place of unsureness. Someone who says they've got no feelings usually has more feelings than they care to admit. And they're afraid to be vulnerable to those feelings because of the changes it may create and the exposure to pain they may feel. And that's why they usually limit their bandwidth of feelings to a, a small range. And that's not healthy. Not healthy for anyone, not for them, or for those around them. So we've established that our feelings come from memories. And they also come from our responses to those memories. They come from our responses to our circumstances, based on our memories. And I know this is in some way repeating a few things, but it's very, very important that we repeat the key points 
in context with other aspects of the exploration of feelings because it's all connected as I said so our responses to circumstances give us feelings based on memories how we are treated makes us feel a certain way of course it does our acceptance or non-acceptance of something feelings of self-value or lack of self-value it all comes down to how you feel about you because self-value this is one of the biggest keys of all because our feelings define us how we feel about ourselves is how we teach others to see us the more we redefine ourselves the more we change our relationship to everyone around us for the better now I want to repeat that part again slowly because it is so important self-value is one of the keys to succeeding in your life because your feelings define you how you feel about yourself is how you teach others to see you the more you redefine yourself the more you change your relationship to yourself and to everyone around you for the better now I'd encourage you another time to play the podcast and listen to that section again and really reflect on how you feel about that statement because it is critical to being happy and we sure all want to be happy feelings give us perspective that's what leads some people to have compassion and others not to some people have empathy and others don't some people seek to understand and others seek to turn away it isn't always easy but sometimes the most worthwhile things aren't easy either it comes back to the tunnel I talked about if you find yourself feeling something and you're inside a symbolic tunnel look around you look at where you are look at why you're there what you feel and why you feel that way stand in the tunnel and be there know that there's always a way out of this feeling but the only way to truly leave the tunnel isn't to look for the door to the left and run like hell no the only way out of the tunnel is to move forward find that door that light ahead and exit the tunnel with an awareness of how you feel and why it's the greatest gift you can give yourself it's the gift I try and help people every day to find and everyone does with the right unpacking of memory and the right compassion of feelings and the right discipline of being honest not everything's easy but everything that's honest is worthwhile now on that note we're going to have a short break and I'm going to come back and do an exercise with you. So if you haven't done so, I'd like you to go and grab yourself a pen or, and some paper um, or a notepad or a tablet if you have nothing to write with. I prefer pen and notepad or pen and paper. And I'm going to be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Journey Home Radio Show with Jason Swaffield, the Time Consultant, here at ORFM every Thursday night at 7. 
You can also find me at Taste Nature Integrative Health in Dunedin and online at thetimeconsultant.nz. Each week I speak about inner awareness, holistic mental and emotional health, the esoteric nature of life and beyond. So walk with me through the gateway of self-discovery of the power of your own mind and into a new future. Okay, we're back. And I hope you're ready for an interesting exercise from one of my workshops actually, something you can do frequently also on your own as a self-check-in. And that's what this is all about. It's about tools. It's about learning how to live your life under your own guidance and under your own sense of honesty to yourself. And that's what all the workshops and all the counselling and all the discussions are about. That's what this radio show is about. So this exercise is about something to keep you aware at all times of how you're feeling. So, we have our pen and paper, uh, your notebook or your tablet. As I said, I do prefer writing, and that's because writing stimulates and engages our brains in a more productive way than keystrokes or fingers on screens. So this exercise is in uh, two parts. The first part of the exercise is this. You're going to write a short list. A list of hopefully five or more things about life that you believe you would feel happy and content about when thinking of a happy life. For example, you might say, to have a trusted friend. That's the kind of short answer I'm looking for. It can be about family, relationships, work, people, goals. It's entirely up to you. So, write a list of five or more things about life that you believe you would feel happy and content about when thinking of a happy life. I'll give you a minute to complete this first section and I'll play a little bit of music in the background just while you do that. Okay, let's do that now. you found it interesting sometimes it's a bit challenging but let's see how you went so let's continue now for the second part of the exercise I want you to put the pen down for a moment and just close your eyes I want you to take a deep breath clear your mind think about your life your relationships your hobbies your work where you live, what you do, your friends. Breathe deep and take it all in. Breathe it all out 
Okay, and open your eyes and gently just pick up the pen again or your tablet or your notebook. Now on the second page or a different page, I don't want you to look or refer back to the first one. You're going to write down or type the words that I say and then next to those words immediately write a, or type an emotion or a few words to describe your emotion. Write how you feel about the word I give you. Don't think too much about it. Don't wonder if it is right or wrong. Don't write what you want to feel. Write what you automatically and honestly feel. So if I say your last holiday, you might write happy or I felt bored. So remember, you're going to write down or type the words that I say and then next to those words immediately write or type an emotion or a few words to describe your emotion about how you feel about the word I give you. Okay, here we go. My life. Write down the strongest and first emotion you feel about your life. My job. Write down the strongest or first emotion you feel about your job. My spouse or partner. Write down the first or strongest emotion you feel about your spouse or partner. My friends. Write down the first or strongest emotion you feel about your friends. My past. Write down the first or strongest emotion you feel about your past. My future. Write down the first or strongest emotion you feel about your future. Myself. Write down the first or strongest emotion you feel about yourself. Take a deep breath. Okay, now take a look. Take a look at what you've written compared to the first exercise part. I want you to compare the first list to the second. Do they match? Does what you want match how you feel? Is there one that doesn't match? Is there two or more? Can you see a pattern? Are they completely different? What does it tell you about how you feel and about your life and about you? Now there isn't time for it now because this show doesn't allow for it but after the show I want you to take some time to reflect on your answers. Really be honest. And if you need more help with this you know where I am. So exercises are always a window to how we feel. I hope you found it interesting. Workshops are often full of exercises and sessions where we look deeper into feelings and thoughts and how to create a new future by becoming a new you. So let's take a quick break and we'll return with something I think you're going to find very interesting. Feelings 
and intuition. You are listening to the Journey Home Radio Show with Jason Swaffield, the Time Consultant, here at ORFM every Thursday night at 7. You can also find me at Taste Nature Integrative Health in Dunedin and online at thetimeconsultant.nz. Each week I speak about inner awareness, holistic mental and emotional health, the esoteric nature of life and beyond. So walk with me through the gateway of self-discovery of the power of your own mind and into a new future. Okay, now that was an interesting exercise. I wanted to give a bit of a break before we keep going with the show. So this next section is not quite as intellectual. It is very much around the energy of a holistic perspective on life. But it is very much about feelings. And I'm talking about course intuition our sixth sense our gut feeling we are all born and raised to understand and every day we use our five senses but so often feelings deeply involve our sixth sense it's the most natural sense of all it's the first sense actually but that's not all we're taught we're taught it's the perimeter of our perception but really it's not and it's all about feelings. So you've all had gut feelings, no doubt. A feeling about someone or something you perhaps can't explain. These are all feelings. They generate emotions. They tap into memories. Even feelings that come from dreams. But you can see where I'm going. They're all still feelings. Now, people often ask me, well, how can you talk about mental health and emotional well-being and holistic health and then change the topic and talk about intuition and energy? But they don't understand, I'm not changing the topic. I'm expanding the topic to include the most natural senses that we all have. Why limit to five senses? Why not six? Why not seven? Why not eight? And so on. Don't be limited. Open your mind, because your feelings have no boundaries. Your feelings don't start and stop anywhere. And in fact, if we were to look at our life, there is no start and stop of our memories. There is no start and stop of our feelings. So why is there a start and stop of our sensory experience through life? Well, the answer in short is, there isn't. Because as I introduce a very important and very everyday conscious discussion around feelings and memory. And then I lead into intuition. That's why I'm a holistic counsellor and meditation instructor and workshop facilitator in energy and life and intuition and awareness and inner awareness because I'm talking about the same thing. I am extending the conversation from thoughts and feelings into another layer of consciousness, another layer of perception. It's only a perception of what I'm saying that's any different. It doesn't change the facts. Because remember, awareness is experience. You heard me say before that awareness is everything, and it is. And awareness comes from experience. We may learn what we are told, 
which is the information in, information out system of life. But we will only become aware and grow from what we experience. And that therefore allows us to unlearn what we think we know and get more in touch with how we really feel. Now, let's expand on that for a second. I've said we will only become aware and grow from what we experience. Think of someone who has climbed a mountain. They've climbed the mountain. They've prepared, they've trained, they've camped at the base, they got ready, they climbed the mountain, they stood at the top, they saw the view, they breathed in high altitude air. They thought about so many things on the way up that mountain. They stayed there for a while and then they came down. That is an experience. Now think of someone who is spoken to about that experience, even if it's spoken to in great detail and great depth. One is information. And yes, there's going to be imagination and context and relativity and, and memory all associated with the story, but it's just going to be information in. What's the difference between the person who climbed the mountain and the person who's told about climbing the mountain? The difference is the experience. Now, as obvious as that may be, awareness, perception, feelings are so drastically different for the person who climbed the mountain than the person who was told about it. And my point here is experience and awareness versus knowledge and an image of awareness. Because that leads us right back into intuition. When you experience something and you know what you experience, that feeling is so strong, you have to trust it. You can't think what it is or isn't, you have to trust the feeling. And that's what this show is all about, your feelings. Deja vu. So many people have deja vu. And it's almost become a, a bit of a, a, a comedy point. A bit of a laughing moment. But really, it's not. It's a very sincere and strong feeling that people experience quite often. And if you have a feeling of deja vu, and I believe most people listening to the show will probably have had something along that, those lines at some point, you know how you felt. It wasn't just an image of something, it wasn't just a thought, it was a feeling. Premonitions. I said last week on the show, with the meditations, I have had so many premonitions of the future, I have them quite often, and they always come true. How do I get the premonition? It's a feeling. A vision attached to a memory or a feeling and a sensation. It's all feeling. So if that is happening, then... What is that? Worth looking into, isn't it? If something imminent happens, sometimes people know it beforehand. The hairs on the back of their neck prick up, or they might be walking towards a door and suddenly stop and someone else walks through. Why? Because they sensed on another level a feeling that someone was approaching. So feelings take us so far beyond just emotions, but emotions are an important translation of feelings. And that's another really important point.
So they're all feelings. Extrasensory does not mean they're not feelings. So fascinating, isn't it? And that's why everything I do is holistic. So on that note, on that very, very interesting and very, very meaningful note, I'm going to play our meditation. And this is a very, very special meditation. It's called Balance and Harmony. It's recorded by my wife, Diane. It's a part of a program she created that is available online shortly, and I'll put the link on the website if you want to know more about that. It's a program designed to help you create a new future. And this is a small section of that program called Balance and Harmony. So let's start with the meditation. And remember, make sure you're safe and in a comfortable place. And you mustn't listen to this meditation or any meditation whilst driving a vehicle, operating machinery or performing any task that requires your concentration and attention for your own safety or the safety of others. Okay, if you're ready, let's sit back, relax and close your eyes. Living the life you truly want and need involves balance and harmony. So entering into your new future with balance and harmony will enable you to experience the transition more easily. Balance and harmony occurs when your physical, emotional and mental energy is in alignment. When this happens, any changes that will occur in your now life to make way for your new future will be more easily accepted. To help you achieve this, I have created an exercise for you to follow. I suggest you also use this exercise at any time after completing this program to regularly keep yourself in total alignment, achieving balance and harmony in your now life. Close your eyes. We will start with your thought. It is the most powerful of all three energies. Your thought, which is the mental part of yourself, affects your emotions. And your emotions affect you physically. So it all begins with thought. And that is how we are going to begin this exercise 
with thought. I want you to think about a place where you would like to be right now. This can be somewhere you have been before or a place you have always wanted to go to. Think about it. Then imagine yourself being there. Now feel what it's like to be there. Feel the experience. Be there. Actually be there. Within this experience, allow yourself to feel a number of emotions. Feel happy, so very happy. Feel what it's like to be this happy. Feel free, so free. Feel what it's like to feel so free. Feel energized, so energized. Feel what it's like to feel so energized. Feel peaceful, so peaceful. Feel what it's like to be totally at peace with yourself. Now begin to feel all these emotions moving slowly through your physical body starting at the top of your head experience this energy moving slowly down through your entire body all the way down until you feel it in the soles of your feet Take a deep breath in 
hold it. Now slowly breathe out. You are now in total alignment. You have achieved complete balance and harmony. Feel the power in that. It's a great feeling when anything and everything is possible. It's now time to return from wherever you chose to be, coming back. Returning back into the conscious level of awareness with total balance and harmony. Bringing balance and harmony back with you into your now life. Take a deep breath in and breathing out. Well done. Always remember, this is your life. Only you can live it to its fullest. Thank you, Diane, and I hope everyone enjoyed that meditation. So the show's coming to an end, and I just wanted to say, we've talked about the importance of feelings today. How to create feelings and the awareness of those feelings because feelings come from memories feelings affect how we see ourselves and how we teach others to see us feelings make you stronger not weaker feelings can be overwhelming so the answer is to always reach out for help if you need it it's been a pleasure talking to you again and if you need help I am at Taste Nature Integrative Health here in Dunedin and as I said last week, never judge a feeling or a thought if you want to understand it and be free. So that's the show for today, and bye for now. You have been listening to the Journey Home Radio Show with Jason Swaffield, the Time Consultant. You'll find podcasts of this episode and others in the series at oar.org.nz. You can find more meditations and helpful blogs about the journey home on my website, thetimeconsultant.nz. If you have questions about tonight's show or want to share or get help on any related topic or experience you have had, you can email me at radioshow at thetimeconsultant.nz. You can find me at Taste Nature Integrative Health at 131 High Street in Dunedin where I run regular meditation groups, discovery workshops, as well as private counselling sessions for inner awareness and holistic mental health. And remember, you are more than who you believe you are. And as we all share the journey home together, the most important part of your journey is finding what is real within you. So listen again on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM and online at OAR org.nz every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Thanks for listening.
and bye for now. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.